to pop in real quick and uh, um, respond to you with something that I told you guys I would do not too long ago. Um, one of the things that I, I get in my email inbox a lot is I get um, a lot of really interesting financial stories and um, a lot of um, just tragedies uh, in terms of uh, things that have happened with people's wealth and, and, and money and things like that. And so what I decided to do was create something uh, on Financial Juneteenth TV called Black Wealth Confessions, uh, where you could actually confess to your biggest financial mistakes. Uh, you can also uh, tell me about a situation maybe that you're in uh, that's really causing you a lot of stress. And uh, the most interesting stories, I'll just go ahead and, and, and respond to them right there on the channel. So uh, anyway, um, I will go ahead and start today. And so um, uh, the... First, the one that I got today was really interesting. I'm going to talk about this, and then I'm going to actually go upstairs in a second. Uh, it uh, was I'm going to read this to you. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, by the way, if you haven't done that yet. Um, it says, hey, Dr. Boyce, I am 34 years old with two children from a previous marriage. I went to college at the age of 18 thinking that I would graduate. My campus wasn't cheap, so I borrowed what I needed in order to get by. During my time in college, I found myself leaving after my junior year after getting pregnant with my first child. Despite thinking that I would be able to come back to school, I never did. Now I'm a 34-year-old divorcee with two children and nearly $200,000 in debt. What should I do? All right. So here's what um, here's what I wanted to um, I want to start that with. Um, you know that's not a common thing. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, I taught on college campuses for a long time. And uh, one of the things I noticed that was always a consistent factor in so many uh, people's lives is debt. Debt, uh, you know, student loan debt is one of the biggest wealth killers that there is. Um, it's one of the biggest economic rope-a-dopes in existence. Um, it is the reason that a lot of educated black people are going to die in debt. And a lot of the reason that black wealth is actually going to drop to zero by the year 2053. Uh, they give you this roadmap, uh, which is a false roadmap that says uh, go to college, borrow whatever you need. And uh, everything's going to work itself out because some amazing white man is going to come along and give you a job where you can pay back all that debt. Well, that doesn't work for a lot of black families. Uh, black college graduates are actually contributing to the wealth decline in a very significant way because half of all black college graduates never even repay the debt. They can't even, they can't even get halfway through it. They, they default on the debt a few years after they graduate from college. In fact, uh, black women, as educated as black women are, uh, they have the most education but they have an interesting debt dynamic where uh, they said that 10 years after graduation, the average black female, if I'm not mistaken, her debt actually goes up. Your debt's supposed to go down. It's supposed to go down because you're making payments and all that. Her debt goes up. And these are the graduates. That's the crazy part is that these are the people who actually graduated. These are the successful ones, right? So if the successful ones are dying in debt and can't pay the debt back, then what do you think happens to the people who do you know, half a college, right? Give me a yes or no. How many of you know somebody who went to college like for a couple of years and dropped out? There are probably more people in this room. Uh, get, raise your hand in the chat. Say, say yes in the chat if you know somebody who went to college and didn't finish, if that was your story or whatever the case may be. I have found uh, in my years uh, teaching on college campuses that that story is more common than the story of, you know, I went to college and graduated. Uh, when, when black college freshmen start college, half of them aren't going to finish, but most of them are going to have some sort of debt because the first thing they offer you when you walk through the door is, is student loan debt. 
They won't give you a business loan. They, don't, they won't give you money to go start a business, but they'll definitely get, loan you money so you can go give that money right back to white people to go to their universities. That's what it is. It's a racial thing. Because they, they won't give you that money so you can go build your community. They'll give you money so you can go build their community and borrow to pay an extraordinary amount of money in order to do that. So it's, a, it's sort of like this. It's imagine, imagine, here's how funny the game is. Now, some of y'all think I'm radical because I... Uh, I'm, I'm saying things that you've probably never heard before, but uh, but I'm, I'm used to that. And uh, but I, and I know what I'm talking about. My PhDs in this stuff. So so imagine if I was selling this uh, coffee mug. This is a beautiful Chicago Bulls coffee mug. And let's say that somehow I convinced you that you have to have this mug, that this is really important for you to have in order for you to be successful in life or whatever, you know, to be accepted in society. And I say this mug costs fifty thousand dollars. And you say, but but I gotta have the mug. I gotta get my Chicago Bulls coffee mug. And I say, okay, well you gotta buy it. You gotta buy it exclusively from me, and it's fifty thousand dollars. And you say, but well, I don't have fifty thousand dollars. And I say, oh that's okay. Don't worry. Um, here, just um, here's the contract. Just sign right here on the dotted line, boy. And uh, when you sign, then uh, you can borrow the fifty thousand dollars, and I will give you the mug. So you sign over. Uh, you know, you you sign for you know where you owe me fifty grand. And I give you the mug and then you spend the rest of your life paying me back for the coffee mug. That's what Dr. Claude Anderson refers to as the doctrine of unequal exchange. That's how black wealth got this low in the first place. It started in Africa around the 14th or 15th century where they were trading and receiving valuable things. The Europeans received valuable things like oil and gold and well, not oil. They didn't use oil as much, but you know, gold and timber and, and, and silver and everything else. And the Africans weren't receiving something of equal value, right? So the same thing happens when you go to college. You engage in the doctrine of unequal exchange where you have this massive debt, you know, $200,000 in debt for an education that could have been given to you for maybe $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, right? And then what happens is that you're supposed to have an economic engine that allows you to repay that debt. And most people don't have that. So you end up underwater in your life, right? People talk about being underwater with your house where you owe more than the house is worth. Well, a lot of people are underwater with their life, where their debt is, is, is higher than their economic earning potential based on whatever it is that they receive in order to get a better job, whatever the case may be. So uh, that's the first thought that I had for this sister. And I'm not downing her on any level. The, the Black Wealth Confessions, by the way, are not meant uh, to in any way make you feel bad about your choices. I actually ask people uh, to go there and make your confession and, and be honest because I want other people to learn from the from that experience. So if you want to submit your confession, you can actually go to blackwealthconfessions.com and you can submit a confession and I'll answer it on financialjuneteenthtv.com. That's where I'll post the video. Uh, and so there's the uh, URL right there on the screen, blackwealthconfessions.com. So feel free to go there and just sign up and you'll be on the list for free stuff from the Black Business School so we can help you. But you submit your confession and I can't grab them all, but if you make it succinct and make it clear, then I'll cover as many as I can. Um, the other piece uh, of this story. So the sister says she's uh, 34 years old, two kids, no college degree, $200,000 in debt. So uh, you're stuck in, an, in a really difficult situation in that your debt's here, your earning potential is here, right? That that's that right there is tough. And then also you're talking about uh, divorce, and uh, which, which is a major wealth killer, and also dealing with child support courts. Um, the lowest net worth in America is that of a single black mother. I don't know if you know this. The median net worth of a single black mother is $5. For white women, it might be 40000 or something like that. For black women, women it's 5 bucks. single black mothers. Now, the, the men are in an equally bad position, the men who make the children, because they're trying to pay child support. 
right? So if you have a guy that has a lot of kids with a lot of women in a lot of places, then he's also in a bad position too, because he's trying to spread himself thin. And a lot of guys can't, you know, keep up with that. So family planning is extremely important. If you get married, stay married. Marriage is a great way to build wealth. And, but marriage is like a business. You have to learn how to run that business. You can't just hope that it's going to last forever because she's got a big butt and a smile or because he's like the, the most handsome guy you ever met. No, uh, marriage is something that requires like a skill set. Like you want to actually get a therapist or something to help you or a coach. I mean, Alicia and I have a marriage coach, by the way. We 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 have this. I'll tell on myself. Um, you need somebody that's going to help you make sure you keep that sucker together because you're going to be better together. And when you go apart, then suddenly you get all these financial problems that come with that. So when I hear the sister's story, um, I'm 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 seeing the the dynamic with the children. Children ain't cheap. I got three of them in the house. They all eat and they're all very expensive. Uh, the divorce, divorce is a wealth killer. Uh, and especially when you might have sacrificed some of your career earning potential to be with a man. Right. I, it sounds to me like me. I read I read more of the story. Sound like, you know, he was the one making most of the money. Um, also, not finishing the degree is a problem because your earning potential isn't that high. And the degree, you're still going to have to pay, you know, pay that debt back. And then also uh, the tools are not there to to earn the, the money that you need to earn. Right. So uh, that's where little things like picking up a new skill, learning how to start a business, getting a side hustle is extremely important. So my advice to her is, look, if you got two hundred thousand dollars in debt, um, the student loan people, that debt's never going to go away. Right. They passed a law a while back saying you can never declare bankruptcy and get rid of your student loan debt. Uh, I can be quite frank with you. Joe Biden was also on the front line of that. This is not telling you about voting or anything like that, but he was. Go look it up. He really he really pushed for that. Um, and so now you cannot declare uh, you cannot declare what is it uh, bankruptcy on your student loan debt, but you can sort of work with them to. You know, because they, they know that people can't pay this stuff. They know that student loan debt is out of control. Right. So if you work with them and give them what you can, um, you can kind of push it to the side. It might it might it, it's not going to be the best for your credit. But, uh, you know, I've seen people push it to the side and work on building their side hustle in their in their spare time so they can increase their earning potential. So you're getting a better economic engine that will help you tear down that debt. OK, so uh, the, the bottom line is you have to you have to figure out how to earn some money. You know, uh, I, it sounds to me like whatever job you have isn't going to help you do that. So I would look into the side hustle, uh, starting a business, and then with that income, investing in things that are going to generate income. Uh, and then that will allow your earning potential to grow, which allows, which which reduces that mountain of debt in terms of the challenge of overcoming it. Uh, $200,000 in debt with a $30,000, $40,000 a year job is very depressing. But what if you could increase your income from forty thousand a year to seventy thousand a year? Well, then it's not so it's not as bad as it was before. You get it under control, so you can then maybe get some assets. Maybe you own a house now, right? And then now instead of wasting money on rent, you're putting money into your home, which is increasing in value due to capital gains, which therefore gives you a bigger asset base where you can eventually go back and conquer that debt. But uh, but I will just tell you, if you got kids, really talk to your kids about student loans. Don't let them get caught in that trap. That's the number one trap that is killing black wealth. And it's all because they convinced us. They lied to us and told us that everybody had to get these college degrees. And these suckers are not cheap. And they don't even give you the skill necessary to earn enough income to really conquer the debt. 
I wasn't really able to conquer my student loan debt until I started the business. And then at that point, I had the revenue and the resources to be able to do it. Before that, it's, it's hard to pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or tens of thousands of dollars in debt when you're not making that much money on your job. So that's my two cents. That's what it is. Um, I'm going to go. If you want to uh, leave your financial confession, uh, just go to blackwealthconfessions.com. That's blackwealthconfessions.com. It's right there on the screen. Uh, also, if you want to get text notifications when I go live, feel free to uh, text the word Boyce to 31996. Text Boyce to 31996. I'm out of here, guys. Have a good day. Uh, I will check back in uh, real soon and I'll bring you a new confession every day or two. Uh, that way you can learn from other people's mistakes. And, and when you write your confession, just be honest, just you know, lay it out there. It's anonymous. Um, I think that we can learn from each other's mistakes. And I have, you know, like I said, my this is what I do. This is my thing. So I can break it down for you. Do I think college is a scam? No, college is not a scam. It is something that if you do it wrong, it can really screw you. But if you do it right, it can really benefit you. So that's how I would define college. I was a college professor for a long time. Uh, my first book was actually called Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About College, in case you got kids going to college. Uh, but at the end of the day, I would just say, be really careful with that. Don't think that magically going to school, borrowing any amount of money to go, and then getting a degree in any field, it means somebody's magically going to hand you enough money to go back and pay that debt. It does not work that way. Life does not work that way. You got to be smart. So take care. I'm out of here. Have a good night. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.